Welcome to TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes. And today my guest has taken social media by storm, not only because of how friendly she is and what a great person she is, but also who she kind of resembles, Taylor Swift. But she is not Taylor Swift, and she will flat out tell you that. Her name is Ashley, a.k.a. It's Just Ashley. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear the conversation we had. Such an amazing person. I'm so stoked to have her on the show. Just such a phenomenal person. So without further ado, here is Ashley, a.k.a. It's Just Ashley, right here on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking, where creators come to play. TikToking, TikToking, find out what they have to say. TikToking, TikToking, fascinating interview. TikToking, TikToking, TikToking with Kevin Hughes. It's uh, it's good to finally get you on here. I know we had this big, like, big plan to meet in person in Vegas, and for the when we were at the Cheer Choice Awards, I brought all my equipment out there, and I was so stoked to do it. And then I can't remember something happened on my end, and I wasn't able to meet up at your hotel that morning, and you ended up having to fly home, so it just didn't work out, and. We kind of lost contact for a little bit, but now we're making this happen and I'm super excited. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. So for people who don't know you, which I mean, I, I think uh, you're pretty big on TikTok. Like you have videos that go around the for you page quite a bit. And I'm sure a lot of people have noticed you. And I think what people notice right off the, right off the bat with you is you look very similar to Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm curious, so before the whole social media thing, did you get that a lot from from people? Did have you have people always told you you look like Taylor? Yeah, I've actually gotten that I look like Taylor since I was like 13. Oh wow. Um yeah, it was the it was a running joke in high school. <laughs> So they used to call me T-Swizzle, you know, when she was upcoming in 06 and long, blonde, curly hair and everything. So, all right. Yeah. That's crazy. And, uh, what is the, I'm curious, what is the age difference between you and Taylor? We're only a few years off. Okay. Um, I was born in 93. She was born in 89. So. Oh, okay. Oh, she's older than you. Yeah. Wow. That's so weird. I, was I born have in... two kids. So. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I was born in 84. I didn't realize I was that close in age with Taylor, actually, if she's 89. So she's only, you know, five years apart yeah. from me. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. So what was that like? Did um, did you get a lot of grief for looking like Taylor in high school? Or did, I guess, was it more of, did you end up, I guess, guys like kind of flocking to you or or wanting to be your boyfriend or anything like that? No, absolutely oh. not. Absolutely not. Um, I was I was bullied a lot in high school. I know when she was up and coming and she was um, 
you know, writing these songs and all about breakups and everybody was making fun of her in the media. And I mean, she went through a lot. So that kind of just wrapped around to me and people were just like, Oh my, like, it wasn't really a big deal. (laughs) Not in high school. Wow. That's crazy. I, I think it's so sad what you hear about with these humongous, especially, you know, I was going to say female artists, but you actually hear it a lot on the, on the male side as well. Like with Justin Bieber, you know, he got to a point where he was, you know, destroying himself physically, uh, just because of the, you know, you know, the fame and the popularity. And, but I think it's so sad that a person works so hard to get to that point and fulfill their dreams. And similar to, the unfortunate events that you go through on social media, they go through in real life with people bringing them down and, uh, you know, saying they're still not good enough, but yet they're the most famous person in the world. Or, you know, it's, it's just crazy. And it's sad, you know, Britney Spears, what she went through was just terrible. And, you know, you, you really see it in her now. Like you watch, I don't know if you watch any of her stuff on like Instagram or anything like that and it, it's so sad to see how how much it's taking an effect on her physical looks like you can just she almost looks like an alcoholic and she's not but it's because of all the stress and all the stuff that she's gone through and it's just really sad and you know i i feel bad for them and and if you're okay talking about it we could kind of talk about what's been going on with you as well if not that's okay no, that's fine. I'm okay. I'm an open book. <laughs> but no, I completely completely agree. Absolutely okay. with Britney Spears and and everything that she's been going through and I just I feel like I just can relate to to Taylor on so many levels. Um, yeah. But I kind of, you know, I opened up this world of social media and doing the Taylor stuff and I did some lookalike gigs and I mean the rest is history. <laughs> Well, and now people are setting up fake accounts and uh, we won't go into detail of what they're accusing you of because I don't want to give them any, any, any sort of shine (laughs) on my, on my show anyway, you know, but they're accusing you of, of false, of false things. And, um, you know, you were really hurt about this and, and I just don't think it's right. And I don't think it's fair and for them to try to steal your identity, set up these fake pages mm-hmm. and, and make your fans and followers try to believe that it is you is just so mind boggling because, okay, first off on my point and on outsider's point of view for like me, I'm saying, I'm seeing, okay, well, I know Ashley has a verified account. You have that blue check mark. Well, all these other pages, they're not going to have that. So in my eyes, I'm like, okay, right away, fake. And then it also helps that I know you and I have your phone number. So I could actually text you and be like, is this really you? You know, but a lot of people don't, don't, you know, have your phone number and don't know you and, and it's not easy for them to contact you. So for me anyway, I don't think I would ever believe that a verified person would have a separate account like that. Uh, There's just not necessary, but I think 
some people may say, oh, maybe it's a backup in case this one gets banned or something, because a lot of people do that now, you know. But what, I guess, uh, in your mind, like, what what goes through your head when you see these these things and these pages uh, about you? Uh, like, what I, can't, I don't know. It's just hard for me to imagine what it feels like, so I'm kind of curious what goes through your head. I honestly, I can't fathom it a lot of the time. I mean, I know once you get to that level on social media, people are going to dig up your past. They're going to go through and they're going to do everything possible to bring you down because you're at a level that they're not. Um, But what hurts the most is knowing who's behind it. And I know exactly who's behind it. um, And they've created an army. And I think it's very sad to especially go after someone's image and pull from their past and say, oh, she did this, she got this done, and and now she's complaining about looking like Taylor and people coming up to her. And people on social media make insinuations. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's mind-boggling to me. It really is. When someone sees a, a five-second video of something I do and they just twist it, and they're like, oh, she, she's, she hates looking like Taylor Swift. Like, no, if I hated looking like Taylor Swift, I wouldn't. I wouldn't emulate her style, you know, I wouldn't gravitate towards something or someone that I dislike. So, yeah. And something right there, just, oh my gosh, it literally sent chills down my body because it makes me so upset when they could sit there and say, oh, she hates looking like Taylor. No, 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 no. And, and I, I'm sorry, I'm speaking for you. So these aren't your words. These are my words, but I'm assuming that you don't, dislike looking like Taylor, but when it comes down to everything and anything and everything, you're your own person. And so for, you know, I heard, I heard something you say a few days ago on your live and it really upset me, but people, when they come into your place of work to find you and, and, and say mean things to you or whatever the case, whatever they did, I mean, that takes it to a whole new level. That has nothing to do with you not enjoying looking like someone you admire or someone that you love. It's that's more of a personal level where remember I'm not Taylor. I'm myself and you have to respect my space too. Like if you saw Taylor out and about, are you going to run up to her and say nasty things? Probably. I mean, maybe you would, but you would probably get knocked out by her bodyguards. You know what I mean? But but you don't have, and you don't have security. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's scary too, because you don't know what these people are are trying to do or wanting to do. You know what I mean? So I I definitely feel for you. And I'm, I'm so sorry you have to go through all this. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, I mean, it goes deep. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've never really like spoken out about it in detail, but all of this goes deep. Um, deep enough where I could write a book. (laughs) So, you know, starting on social media as a Taylor lookalike, that's what they thought my platform was originally. And it wasn't, I just downloaded it in quarantine and I was like, I'm just going to have fun and and do random videos. And um, it was the time during like, you know, 2020 where the pandemic was happening. And then we had a lot of stuff with politics and um, that kind of just got into the mix. And so I feel like they'll, they'll pull anything 
and they'll use anything against you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, it's so sad. And, uh, I call 2020 the year of TikTok because yeah. honestly, I think I've only, I've only interviewed probably, I can't, I mean, probably three or four people that actually downloaded TikTok before 2020, <laughs> like when it was musically or whatever. Oh and yeah. Yeah. And then, but myself, like it was definitely 2020 for me. And the only reason I got on it was because I had actually had reconstructive uh, knee surgery and I was laid up in bed and got tired of Netflix. And I had seen clips on Instagram of people doing the, the TikTok stuff. Like they were doing the dancing and I was like, yeah, definitely not for me, like not my platform, but I got curious. And then once I got on there and, and found out there was an algorithm and they actually showed me things that I enjoyed and people were doing more than just the dancing. I, kind of fell in love with it. Like I, I love the video aspect of, of social media. Uh, growing up, I, I always wanted to be an actor. I, I did acting classes. Um, I went to school for computer animation and special effects. So after college, I literally packed up my car with whatever will fit and moved out to Hollywood and ended up getting a job where I was editing movies and TV shows, you know, and like, so all of a sudden I was in the world that I'd always dreamed of my entire life. And, I'm, I'm hanging out with like all these like successful people. Like, uh, I was a skater when I was in uh, high school. So I was really big into jackass and, and all those things. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I ended up actually getting to edit jackass number two. So I'm hanging out with all these, you know, all my, the people that I grew up idolizing and, uh, doing fun stuff with them. And, and I mean, it's just, uh, Anyway, going back to the TikTok, it's just that I just love it because now I can do things that I normally can't do, even as a, a grown ass adult with children. <laughs> <laughs> and and at first I was really nervous that I was going to get backlash and, and not from not from fans. I never I never in a million years thought I would gain a fan base on on TikTok. But uh, I was more concerned about family and friends and, and my children maybe getting heat at school, like, cause their dad's acting a fool on, on TikTok, you know, <laughs> but it's actually been the opposite. And I've told this story on here before, but I've, I never even told a single person other than my wife that I was on TikTok when I first downloaded it. And, and I never told anybody and, and I just kind of let it go. And, um, and then once I started growing and obtaining that fan base, uh, I started popping up on my friends and family's uh, for you page and they were like, what in the world? How come you never told us you were on TikTok?" And I was like, I, I, to be honest, I still wish you never saw me. <laughs> like it just wasn't my thing. But then I thought, well, maybe they're okay with it. And they, they were actually really good with it. And I think it's because, you know, I'd grown over a hundred thousand followers. And I think if it was, um, if I only had like 50 people following me or something, they'd be like, Dude, yeah, it's a little, it's a little cheesy, a little crazy, but <laughs> but now like I think they see it works for me and and I've obtained this podcast out of it and it's uh it's just been fabulous. But enough of me. That was just a little bit of background on myself. Uh but That's I want to hear thank you, thank you. But I want to hear about your your story with the TikTok journey. I mean, did was TikTok your first like uh I guess 
intro into a, a social media platform where you were giving content to more than just your family or friends, or have you been doing this on other platforms for a lot longer? No, I did not have social media before quarantine. Um, Nothing, not even Facebook. I think for family purposes, maybe Mm. post photos of my kids, but Mm. I was doing full-time nursing. I didn't have time for anything whatsoever. Um, So I, yeah, I had no idea. I knew about Musical.ly. I think I did like a video or two like back in the day, but no, (laughs) all new to me in 2020. So what made you decide to download TikTok? Um, I was working as a trauma nurse. And of course my unit was, you know, everybody was dropping like flies with COVID. So I got COVID and I was super sick. And then after the first week, my friend's just like, you know what, you're home. Um, You should download this app. You know, it's really fun. And I did it. And I don't know. Everything kind of just blew up for me after I moved to Nashville as well. So once I started posting consistently, just even random videos, I posted one that went completely viral and I blew up overnight. And that was my walking outside saying, oh, I'm going to Target and everybody's saying, Taylor, Taylor. It was just a joke. It was a joke. Um, And everyone, everyone in my area couldn't believe it. Like I had news stations reaching out to me, radio stations. And I was just like, it was a joke. (laughs) Wow. And yeah. So how many views did that video get? That one, it originally overnight, it was 2.5. Wow. That was my, that was my first big blow up. Cause I did random videos to trending sounds and I love doing the Taylor niche stuff. And it really wasn't called Swift talk until till Taylor joined. So I feel like she kind of just took that over. Um, so I was just like everybody else. I was trying to find my niche. <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, I, I do have, um, something I want to say about that, but first off, uh, I'd like to take a moment and, and thank you for it, you know, being a nurse and being in, in, um, in the healthcare, uh, industry, what you guys did and what you guys put yourselves through during that pandemic. Um, it, I couldn't thank you enough. I mean, I could only imagine how hard it was and, and putting your yourself at risk every single day to help people. And obviously, like you said, you did get COVID and a lot of your coworkers got COVID. So I just wanted to say thank you for that service and, um, and, and, risking your, your own health to save other people. Well, thank you. It definitely burnt me out a bit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. And now I'm curious, has Taylor, have you ever met Taylor and has she ever reached out to you or have, have you been able to speak to her at all? Uh, she has not like, well, I haven't met her in person. Mm -hmm. Um, she's commented on one of my videos before. Oh, so Um, cool. I think her mom saw a video of me. And I had duetted her and she said, my mom just saw this and said, you look like her or something like that. And so that was really cool. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I mean, (laughs) and that's, that's what I love about TikTok. I mean, the people that you never thought in a million years you would ever be able to 
talk to or, or have comment on a video because they're so, you know, on all these other platforms, Facebook, Instagram, they have so many followers and, and, and comments and likes and everything else that they don't get a chance to go through everyone, comment on everyone. But when they get to see your video, because pretty much that the TikTok world, your, any video you make, like you said, just a joke video you made can go viral. And, and then all of a sudden you're introduced to the world and, and you're known and it, just <laughs> one, one little video. And it's so crazy to me, but I think that's just phenomenal. I think it'd be so cool if uh, at some point you guys can uh, get into contact and not only become friends, but maybe she can uh, use you for her shows or bring you on stage or, so, you know, just, or even uh, collaborate on a, on a video. How cool would that be? I mean, that's gotta be a dream of yours, right? Oh, absolutely. I, like you said, with TikTok, I never thought any of this would be possible. I mean, I've had opportunities with the lookalike stuff and I've gotten a ton of hate, you know, a ton, a ton of hate. So I kind of just pushed back a little bit. Um, but I think moving forward, I'm just going to keep doing what I love, you know, and having her say that <laughs> on my page when I clearly, in my opinion, did not look anything like her. And I know there's different perspectives, you know, a lot of the public sees stuff that you don't see. And so when I made that video fresh out of the shower, my hair soaking wet, and she was the first one to comment, I was like, no way. Oh, was like, the first how did comment mom... you got? Wow. I was like, how, cause I, um, I duetted her within seconds of her posting. Cause I was a fanatic about Midnight's Mayhem with me. And I was up at midnight every single night seeing if she would post and I forgot she was going to post and I had just jumped out of the shower. My husband was just like, she posted, she posted. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so that was a crazy night. And I was just like, how, how does your mom think that I look like you? Like that was just insane. Um, wow. but yeah, it was a wild ride. <laughs> well, and a mother knows their children more than anybody. Right. So for her yeah. to actually feel, cause like, if people say I looks like someone, which it doesn't happen much, but if someone does say that my mom will be like, no, 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 you're Kevin. No one else looks like you. So for her mom to recognize that you actually do have similar features as Taylor is really cool. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> With no makeup on or anything. So it was just, yeah, it was, wow. it was cool. And you mentioned your husband, you know, he came and told you that she posted. Mm -hmm. So, I got to meet him, an amazing guy. I, I really liked him. Like him and I chatted for a while. I think him and I actually had long conversations than you and I did, but you were also very busy, uh, yeah. but such a good guy. And um, it sounds like he's been so supportive of you and what you're, you're accomplishing. Absolutely. He, he, he's perfectly fine with what I do. It, he knows it's just for fun. Um, you know, I tried to take on that professional aspect of it. Um, but I kind of just veered towards just, I, I really don't want to say being myself because sure. I get that comment every single time, be yourself, be yourself. Um, but I feel like anybody can put a bold lip on and have blonde hair with bangs um, and not look like Taylor Swift. So I feel like if I can just 
share that style within myself, I feel like I will be okay with walking out my door saying, I'm just Ashley, not, not Taylor Swift, not a Taylor lookalike. Um, but yeah, I, I still think it's fun though. <laughs> so, and that's where your, your name on TikTok comes from, right? It's just Ashley. Oh, the video, the viral video that happened out in New York city. That's where that came from. Oh, so I didn't okay. even choose that. <laughs> so explain that to me. I, I haven't heard that story. So someone else came, came up with that name for you. Oh yeah. It's the, it's a, the biggest meme out there. When I tell you, everyone knows me, everyone knows me now. And wow. I've spoken like deep into like CNN and like kids bop and all these different entities. And they're like, we know exactly who you are and you're just Ashley because we saw this video. And so I didn't even know about the video until I was getting on the plane. That was like the, the, I mean, actually, no, I knew about the video prior, but I didn't know how big it was going to blow up. So I, um, I mean, it's a long story, long story short, I went out to New York city to a Swiftnik and it was just, a meet up with a bunch of Swifties because we all love Taylor Swift. We got a tweet that said Taylor was going to be at Tribeca Target. So we're all dressed up, you know, in our Taylor gear. And, you know, I have my red lip on and everything. And, oh my God, we ran to the subway. We were like, we need to get to Target. So we arrive at Target and there's a line of hundreds of people. So I walk up and people actually thought it was, I was Taylor, like going <laughs> wow. to Target, everybody, because the way the, the glass is set up, all the employees, you could, you could see the employees. So they were pointing at me and like, oh my God, she's here. So I decided to walk inside and say, hey, I'm, I'm Ashley. You know, I'm not Taylor. I just wanted to let you know, I'm, I'm just a fan. <laughs> and so this guy, as I'm about to walk inside, this guy walks up to me and he's like crying. He, he kind of, he wasn't like tears rolling, but he was like kind of shaking. And he was just like, oh my God, Taylor, I love you. Oh my God. And then like, as soon as he smiled, I realized he was joking. So my friends in the back are all yelling, no, it's just Ashley. It's just Ashley. And that's how I got my name because I, I like hugged him and I was just like, no, it's just Ashley. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. That is an amazing story. And you know what? Bravo to you for taking in that moment. And instead of going to the back of the line, like, so you know what? I'm going to own this and just walking into the store. I did. I think that's awesome. I did. I went straight to the front of the line. Everybody was looking at me like, oh my God, it's her. It's her. And I like looked at him and I said, no, I'm Ashley. And then a lot of people recognized me from TikTok. Did, did a, just a li little piece of you want to actually play the part for a second and, and make people believe you were her? I, no, okay. not really, because I, that's where it kind of gets sticky because I love doing the cosplay. I love looking like Taylor Swift, but I have very bad social anxiety. So when I go out and I do things like that, like I didn't have anything to take off my makeup or like put on a hat. Um, it just, it gets to be overwhelming. Sure. And it, I've been to a club where a ton of Swifties have come up to me like, oh my God, I thought you were her. And just tapping my shoulder every minute, like wanting a picture. Um, so it's fun. It is. It's just, it gets overwhelming. And I don't 
mind it. It's just not something that I'm like, oh my God, I want to pretend to be her. Yeah. I mean, to make a fan happy, that would be like a little girl, you know, or like a little boy. Like that would be really, really sweet. Um, but yeah, it's just the lookalike world is, it's, it's a fine line. I could only imagine. Cause I think like, especially if you're a fan of the person you look alike or that you look like. And I think that if it were, if I were in those shoes, I would be nervous to try to be that person and then have the person that I, I love and idolize actually find out and then hate me for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that would be a really hard, hard thing to swallow. And, and, you know, I guess in my mind think, okay, I ruined any chance I ever had to possibly, you know, meet this person and have a happy and a good conversation and, and even more possibly even becoming their friend, if that's possible by taking a picture with people to make them believe that I am her and, or him or whoever it is. And, so I completely get where you're coming from. I, it, if it was someone that you didn't really care for their music and you just happened <laughs> to look like them, you know, it's like, well, they're going to hate me, whatever. I'm not a big fan of theirs anyway, but uh, yeah, in your case, yeah. Yeah. It just makes it so easy. You know, it's just like, wow, you can make a ton of money as a lookalike yeah. and realizing how much money you can make as a doppelganger. I mean, I was getting gigs, I was getting quotes for gigs and I was like, whoa, but they wanted me to put on blue contacts. They wanted me to wear a wig. And I'm like, that's, I've done that. I've done that. And you, you create this like identity crisis when you do that. And some people can separate it, have red hair, put on the, the blonde wig and be fine and take it off at the end of the day. But this is my style. You know, this is how I've, dressed for a very long time so it's not like i can just take it off <laughs> yeah Except so you put on <laughs> have you put on the blue contacts before and everything i have um cameo invited me onto their platform um and they wanted me to be a, a taylor lookalike and so parents would message me and they would say hey can you do the whole taylor thing blue contacts can you sing can you perform and can you also say you're taylor <laughs> that was a no oh. that was an absolute no I was naive I was I think I did it one time and I didn't say Taylor Swift I said hi I'm Taylor and then that created a whole uproar and like the community and some of the um, individuals that really dislike me that are trying to defame my name and deplatform me right now um, they have used that against me so oh. uh, you you really have to watch what you do on social media because they will take anything they will and i've learned that in the past like a couple of months how bad it can get yeah do you happen to have a picture of that from when you did that with the blue contacts and the wig and everything i do yeah i mean i had i had extensions more because mm -hmm. i'm always blonde unless i'm mm -hmm. like you know growing out my dark blonde but um yeah yeah i do have I, I, I would love to, uh, <laughs> when I put this video out there, if you're okay with it, I would love to, during that conversation we were just having, I would love to post a photo up above and, and just kind of show people how, how, uh, how you looked and everything and, and the similarities, if, if you're okay with that. 
Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I've, I've done um, a couple of videos, kind of just like, just minor clapbacks when people say like, you're trying so hard right now, um, versus when I'm actually cosplaying, which is putting on contacts, doing my hair exactly like Taylor, um, false lashes, you know, it, it takes a lot to, to do cosplay. Um, okay. But to just do this makeup, it doesn't. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I would love to have that. Um, so now I desperately want to be verified. And I'm not wanting to be verified because I'm some big TikTok star. <laughs> I want to be verified so that... I can get this podcast out to more people. I have been very fortunate and I've worked very hard and have obtained over 300,000 subscribers on this podcast. And wow. I'm, I just got my results for 2022 and I'm in the top 10% most downloaded podcast on Spotify, which to me is pretty, pretty amazing. You know? <laughs> yes. That is. Um, yeah. And, but I think, because of the title of my podcast, Tick Talking, um, I use a lot of a lot of my conversations to segue into TikTok. And I would love to be verified through them so that people on TikTok I can get more people that I haven't discovered yet on TikTok who I think would be awesome to have on the show and and share their stories like this, like with you. Uh, so I guess my question is, how did you get to the, like, how did you become verified? What, what process did you have to go to? Did they come to you? Did you have to go to them? How did it, how did it all work? Um, so you do have to reach out to them. Um, they don't just give you your blue check mark. Like if you're in the news, um, you reach out to them and it's, it's a very long process, like very, very long. And I've reached out to them a couple of times since 2021, because I've been in the news since 2020. Um, and it wasn't until I think what really pushed them to verify me was because Andrea Swift, like I have a stamp of approval from Andrea Swift and Taylor Swift. So when all that went viral, I had multiple articles. So as long as you have um, articles that are, if you Google your name and there's a ton of articles, that's something that can help you get verified much quicker. And that's why there's a lot of, I've, I've heard of some um, companies that are like, hey, we'll, we'll help you get verified. We'll help you create articles. But I've never, I've never done that. It's just always been random news articles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm really curious about that. Maybe we could talk a little bit about that uh, off the air. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, yeah, I was just curious. So what, when did you get verified? How long have you been verified now? I got verified, I believe, in September. It was September or October. It was, it was one of those. And it was right after um, Taylor had commented that. Okay, so this um, was after the Cheer Choice Awards. Oh, yeah, this is after it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that, that's so awesome. Thank you. Have you noticed a big change in your videos uh, showing up more or getting obtaining more followers since you've been verified? Um, 
I wouldn't say so, honestly. I'll have because the algorithm's very interesting. You know, you have you, you go through these times where they will not show your videos and then you'll get low views. Um, so I think it's all just trending. Trending, mm. what people want to see, um, controversial subjects, that's what they push. Um, but I think the the fact that the whole Taylor lookalike stuff is that's my niche on my page. That's it goes viral much more quicker because people are like, oh, my God, I thought this was Taylor Swift. And then it's like some days I'll just be in my pajamas with no makeup. And they're like, no way, Taylor Swift. And it'll just spiral from there. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Yeah. And earlier I was saying how your husband, great dude, and he sounds so supportive of you. How does he feel about this fame that you've obtained not only the positive but the negative like what what are his feelings uh with all of this going on um i mean he's he's very supportive you know with all of this but as far as like the negativity that comes my way he he just helps me you know he helps me mentally um like if i have a breakdown he'll help me through it and he'll just say it's just trolls you know they're just trolls um so he's kind of just there you know yeah he's not on social media because he doesn't really do social media he he likes to to read more than he does watch videos so <laughs> well and he has he ever gotten to the point where he's like you know honey i think maybe this is taking too much of a toll on you maybe it's time to to hang it up and and not do it anymore or mm -mm. does he want you to you know just forget about them just ignore it and keep striving for your your accomplishments and your dreams yeah that's that's about it that's exactly what yeah. what he says so yeah he's never told me to just quit and, and stop doing what you you love just because of these trolls um and he you know he knows you know the ones who are behind all of this mess going on recently so he's just he's just trying to help me as much as he possibly can and and for me i just take mental breaks you know i'm not on social media 24 7 but when it comes you know and it just comes in waves i just take a step back and just come back stronger i would say because if you take a mental break you come back and your head's more clear sure and you're not making rash decisions, like popping back at people. Um, and that's not what I do on my page. So yeah. I definitely don't, don't come back with negativity. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, they kind of, they, they dig at me for not talking about it. And I, I think I'm going to come out with like a really long hour YouTube video to explain everything in detail. But um, back uh, when I lived in Nashville, I had a gentleman approach me online. And long story short, he used Taylor to his advantage. And he convinced me for an entire year that I was going to work with her. So I did everything he told me to do. And it got me in some really big trouble, especially on Twitter. So in the Swifty world, if there's a private meetup or if you're going to work with Taylor or anything like that, there's always an NDA that you sign and you can't say anything. That's Taylor Nation code. Um, and so I made a video um, about it being on the calendar 
and he said it was okay. He told me to push it. He said the next day, she's in London. You're going to get on the phone with her. You're going to talk to her. She wants you to make this video so she can make a video and duet you next to a calendar. And I believe this. I mean, this man was sick. I mean, he's still sick. I don't know where he is now, but he had just a really unhealthy obsession with Taylor. And I found out later down the line that he was, he is a class three convicted felon. So a lot of fraud. Um, and so I was very naive. I'm going to say I was stupid. Um, so after that happened, I have had this target on my back. So a couple of people have, um, and still have been attacking me for what I did, which was in the past, you know, um, I've openly stated why I did it and I've apologized. Um, but there are actions that he took that I was not aware of until recently, um, that I, that has come back to haunt me. <laughs> he was not a very nice person. So he bullied some people on my page. He bullied quite a few people and said that I was going to meet Taylor Swift. So, it was a rough year. <laughs> wow. And so all of this is resurfacing. That person is coming out saying that I have bullied them um, and said that I went to every single video and wrote something nasty. And I've never done that, never done that. And I went back through my text messages and it was him. Well, and you, and you have the proof. I mean, you mm -hmm. have the conversation. So I think if anybody ever, yes. you know, approached you and, and tried to accuse you for what he made them believe, I mean, you have the proof. So I do. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. wow. Uh, just, first yeah. off, first off, I'm sorry you had to go that. What a, and I want to, and I want to rewind what you said. You said you were naive and stupid. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that whatsoever. I think anybody in a position where they have not been in the entertainment world and who don't have an agent, a manager or a publicist telling them what's true and what's not someone and anyone who sees or is re is someone who reaches out to you and and convinces you that they have some sort of pool or they are somebody in this world you know if they're good enough like he sounds like he was and making you believe this yeah it's it, anybody in your shoes would have done the same thing so i i i don't agree with you saying you were stupid because i don't <laughs> think i i don't think that's the case i think you were excited and in you have a dream and you were pursuing that dream and, and he made you believe that you were gonna, you were gonna make your dream come true that quickly. I, I still believe it's going to happen for you. And <laughs> I, I honestly am surprised it hasn't yet, but um, I, I think that he just um, took advantage of your vulnerability into what you're trying to achieve and, I don't know what kind of sick satisf uh, satisfaction he got out of it, but I mean, maybe it was just trying to somehow, if he was obsessed with Taylor, maybe he, he was somewhat like obsessed with you or attracted to you. So I don't know if he was trying to somehow get involved into your life 
in a more personal matter or whatever the case, but he, yeah, what a sick person. And, and I, yeah. I just don't see, I, I, I could never do that to somebody. I could never, I could never lie to the point where I'm making a person believe that they're going to be a huge superstar tomorrow. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and then go on and try to destroy their lives. I, it's it's just so sad. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah, he he destroyed me mentally for a long time. Gosh, like I still. That's why everybody's like, "Well, where are your receipts? You know, where's your open apology for all of Swifty? You know, all the Swifties." And you know, it's like it's so fresh still that I've tried. I've tried to go out to LA. I've tried to meet up with the other woman that was involved and we were going to sit down and we were going to have a podcast and we were going to openly expose him. And I started having to go through the receipts and read everything and get it in line and put it in a folder. And after I read everything back again, it was just too much. Yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't face this again, mainly because he disappeared. And it's like, I never got closure. <laughs> like yeah. I never really truly knew what his motive was. I mean, he was so sick that he had a producer set up. He had scripts. I signed NDAs with him. So. So he did this to, to multiple people. He, he, he did it not only to me, but he also did it to a little girl. And I'm super excited because it brought me and her mom together so close that when I was in queue to get tickets to go see Taylor, we added two more tickets in there. So that little girl could go with her mom and we're all going to go together. And um, yeah, we, we talk on the phone every once in a while and we're like, where is he? <laughs> like, and she can't move on from it because he, I think he, strung her along a lot longer than I did. It was like back in 2019 that he started with her and he would tell this little girl, Hey, Taylor's going to send you a little package. Um, you know, if you can open it and make a video and what did he do? He sent her a package and said that it was from Taylor. Um, so that obsession, <laughs> it was really, really bad. Well, with the, I guess with everything that's happened with this podcast and people, you know, I have enough subscribers to, I believe, uh, help anybody out. If you guys ever decide that you want to expose this guy, I would be more than happy to have you on the show. If that never happens, I completely understand, but I just wanted to put that out there because I just, I think this guy deserves what's coming to him. Mm -hmm. And, and he, you know, more than anything, Obviously I would never wish hurt on anybody, but I definitely think that if, if something like that ever came about, he hopefully best case scenario will take a look into his life and want to make a change and, and better himself and, and at minimum send you guys an apology because that is just unfair. It's just, uh, I try everything I say and everything I do, I try to, I always try to make sure that I understand where the other person I'm speaking with is coming from. And so I hope at some point he realizes that, you know, he could put himself in your shoes and realize the, the hurt 
and the disappointment that he brought into your life and, and somehow he can, um, he can really take a look and, and, and know that you guys deserve an apology and, and, and hopefully never hurt anybody like that again. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it goes deep. It really yeah. does. So using, using those things against me is not okay. And no. what they're doing right now um, to expose me, I guess, per se. Um, it's, it's just, it's sad. It's, it's heartbreaking because they're trying to take that opportunity that I have to possibly meet Taylor in the future and ruin that. Because when they say, Oh, there's the girl that claimed that she was going to meet Taylor and she lied, you know, it, it, they start fabricating stories. Yeah. Um, now I'm curious, uh, with your children, have they at school seen any, have to, ha, have they had to deal with any negativity or positivity with what you do on TikTok? Oh, no negativity whatsoever. My daughter's awesome. teacher is, is a huge Swifty, <laughs> awesome. a huge Swifty. So I went to a parent teacher conference and we were talking about the, the grades and everything. And she was just like, holy cow. Like I was walking out the door and she's like, I didn't want to say it during because we were just so busy, but you look so much like Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Did she really happen funny. to think you were her when you first came no. in? No, some of the front desk staff do though. It's so oh. funny because I'll just like walk in and they're like, holy cow, I keep forgetting you're honest, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's good. You know, I, as, as adults, we can sometimes, I think better than a child, um, put things aside and know how to handle it a little, a little bit better. But when it comes to our children, you know, we worry that they're going to get bullied or they're going to receive some sort of negative feedback about mom or dad or whoever is on social media. And and it's really scary. I I know it is for me. Like I, I, uh, that was one of the things, you know, going back to what I said when I didn't tell anybody I had TikTok was because not only because I thought, you know, my friends and family would give me a hard time, but I was also worried with my kids going to school, how they would, uh, treat them knowing that their father, a 38 year old man is, is doing, doing goofy stuff on TikTok and now speaking to people from TikTok. And, uh, to my surprise, they, at more than anything, when I've gone to pick them up, their friends and people who have seen me has actually told me they, they listen to my podcast and they enjoy my content. And, and at some, at one point, cause my kids are still young. So my wife and I were a combined family. So we have seven kids. Uh, we both came with three from previous marriages and then we had one together. And, um, so when it's my younger kids and, and their friends tell me that they, they listen to the podcast or watch my content, I'm kind of like, I mean, where are your parents? Cause you probably, I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. Like I, I, I curse in my content and, I try to keep my podcast as clean as possible, but I, I do allow cursing and I curse sometimes too. And some of my guests that I've had on, um, are in professions that are more adult type content. Uh, so, you know, sometimes I'm like, Oh, you 
probably shouldn't be listening, you know, or you shouldn't be watching. But um, I do appreciate that people love what I do, even at that age, and, and aren't giving my kids a hard time for what I do, you know. So when you when you tell me that it's all positivity, that 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 is is amazing. I, that's what I love to hear because I have had guests on here where their kids get a lot of backlash for their parents being on TikTok and it's not, it's not the parents fault for wanting to do something, but it's definitely not the, the children's fault for what their parents do. So they shouldn't be getting, getting that kind of uh, treatment, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Mine, mine are so young. So I feel like, I feel like they haven't reached that. Like they're seven and eight. So <laughs> Yeah. No, but I don't think any of their classmates really know like about TikTok except for like the older kids, you know, on the bus. But I mean, online it's a different beast. It's a whole nother world. Yeah. I mean, I've I've gotten threatened like a lot of threats, like that they're gonna call CPS because I dress my daughter up in a Swifty costume, and I do you know Swifty content and cosplay and. But that's not grounds for child protective services. That that no. is not grounds for. I mean, people are allowed to be fans, you know, and and if their children are fans and that's how they want to dress, there is no fault in that whatsoever. So, once again, people just trying to somehow get their name out there, or they're jealous, or whatever the case. I, I, I don't. It's ridiculous. But uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So now I want to kind of go and discuss, we talked about it a little bit, but the cheer choice awards, uh, when, so I actually came in contact with you before I even knew you were going to the cheer choice awards and before I actually knew about the cheer choice awards <laughs> and, uh, and, and we were talking about doing this podcast and then it came up that you were going to the cheer choice awards and I cannot remember if I had had that discussion with you or if there was a video or something that I had seen. And anyway, that's when we decided, okay, we can do it in person because we'll both be in, be in Vegas. But at the cheer choice awards, you got to be a part of it. And I believe you're going to be a part of it again this year, which yeah. congratulations. And last year you did uh, like the red carpet interviews. And I guess I want to know how you got involved in that. Yeah, it was, oh my God, it was so fun. It was absolutely a blast. Um, so I have been, um, oh my goodness, I did a TikTok meetup two years prior. So it was kind of very similar to the Cheers Choice, except it, I feel like it was, it's more formal. Like the awards are much more formal. Um, so I had uh, Jay reach out to me, Chief Nitro. Oh, yeah. And and he was just like, hey, I love you and Meg. And, you know, everything was great. And I met you last year at the TikTok meetup in Vegas. And we want you to do red carpet interviews. And I was like, oh, I've never done that before. So we kind of just winged it. And it was it was a lot of fun. We had some technical difficulties. But yeah, I'm doing the same thing this year with Meg. And I am like, I want it to be April already. <laughs> yeah. I'm super excited. And this year, uh, from what I hear, it's at the, uh, is it Tropicana? No, not Tropicana. It's oh, the, the palms, the palms. There we go. Yeah. The palms. Yeah. So 
I mean, that's a nice, that's definitely a nice facility, but I really enjoyed it being at the MGM last year because mm -hmm. uh, they have definitely facility wise, like the pools and stuff. When we had the pool party, they definitely yeah. have the nicest uh, area out of all the hotels, in my opinion, but I haven't been to the Palms. Maybe it's super nice too. I've, I've never been there either. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. And that's exciting. So since you're a part of it, do they accommodate you for your flight and stay and everything like that? Uh, no, they don't, they don't pay for the flight. Uh, we're going to mm. drive cause we're so close. Mm. Um, but I know they do have, which I'm going to be promoting it relatively soon. As soon as I get the code. Um, if you, uh, sell a certain amount of tickets, they'll comp your entire stay. So that'll be really nice. Um, I just sure. haven't, I haven't put it out there yet to my followers. So I've just well, been I, waiting. Yeah. Let me know. Cause I'll, I'll buy from you. That way I can try to help okay. you out as much as I can. <laughs> awesome. Cause uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm hoping, you know, next year when, um, when this goes on, I'm, I'm trying to, I would like to be a part of this. You know, I would like to, you know, I think what I do on this podcast is I, I definitely clear the air for a lot of people with things uh, and situations that they're, they've dealt with kind of like what you've done. And, and, and that's kind of what the tier choice awards is about. You know, it's about positivity and uh, people trying to better themselves and better other people's lives on TikTok. So I'm hoping to eventually be a part of that so I can uh, help spread positivity a little bit more. And uh, I, I remember last year, I came up and, and like I said, we had already spoken a bunch, but we had met the night before at the pool party in person. And you're like, Oh, you want to come in here and have an interview? <laughs> and I was like, first off, I wasn't prepared. I had no idea what was going on. So when I jumped in there and I froze and made a fool of myself, cause you guys had these questions in like a hat and you basically pulled a question. You had to answer this question. And I'm trying to remember what my question was, but it was like, I had no answer for it. I literally had no answer for it. And I was like, was it the dinosaur the question? <laughs> or like, no, if you could be, no. if you could be any dinosaur, Meg was just like, this is the perfect question. If you could be any dinosaur, which one would it be? See, I would have been able to answer <laughs> that really easily. I really do. <laughs> but the question that I got, and I cannot remember what it was, but oh man, I was just so embarrassed. Like I froze <laughs> and from a guy who literally is a public speaker from doing yeah. a podcast froze up and made it look like I was scared to death of, of talking <laughs> to anybody. And, and, and that's something actually you said earlier, you have social anxiety mm -hmm. and I was actually surprised cause you did not seem nervous. You did not seem <laughs> socially awkward or anything while you were doing that. So I was actually surprised to hear that when you said that earlier. Well, thank you. Cause yeah. I was super nervous. Usually when I get nervous and I'm out of my comfort zone, like I just like, I talk a lot and I just keep talking and then I'm just like, what am I saying? <laughs> so before I let you go, I do have some, uh, uh, lightning round questions that I like to ask my guests at the end of the show. Is that okay? Oh yeah, that's fine. Okay. Any questions. I'm terrible on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You know, it's funny cause I call them lightning questions, but it actually uh, turns out to be the, the slowest process. I think during the show, just because people have to think, and then we end up having similarities and we talk, but so quote unquote, lightning, lightning round. If you won the lottery, what would be your first purchase? Oh my God. First purchase. Oh my God. Holy house. 
Okay. I'll buy a house. It's so expensive nowadays. <laughs> Interest rates. And, well, I'm tired of renting. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. So yeah, we sold our house last year because you know we were able to make a killing out of out of because high house prices went so high, and so we've been renting um, since last year, and just kind of waiting for the market to to come down a little bit. Because I mean, I'm not going to go and pay double what I paid for my last house when I sold it to try to make some money. Yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. It's so crazy. Okay. Um, Secondly, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, what do I want to be remembered for? I'm so terrible with answering questions. Um, I want to be remembered for. Oh my god! Positivity, mental health is what I kind of just revolve like around. So. Um, I would say just helping someone wake up, you know, each morning because yeah. that's kind awesome. of like a goal of mine. <laughs> and, and I definitely think you do that. You bring a lot of positivity, uh, because of how much you've gone through and, and seeing how hard it is on you. That tells me and probably everybody else that follows you, how big of a heart you really have. A lot of people would not even care and just, you know, but you, you do. And, and, and that means a lot to everybody. And I could just tell that you are a good person. So you. you definitely, I think are, are going to be remembered for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you have a celebrity crush? And if so, who is your celebrity crush? Oh my God. Celebrity crush. Probably Ryan Reynolds. Mm. <laughs> he's a good looking guy. I mean, and he's hilarious, you know, that that's the best he part. Is. Just, just friends in the proposal are like my top two. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so good. So did you get a chance when we were in Vegas to meet Epic voice guy? No, I did not, but we are friends on social media and he okay. was just like, I, he, he's like, you interviewed me. And I'm like, no, I didn't. And <laughs> he's like, yeah, you did. And I was like, oh my God. So maybe I did. And I just don't remember. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm good friends with him. I had him on the show and, uh, actually I hung out with him quite a bit in Vegas and yeah, good friends. But anyway, he has, so he does a lot of voiceover work, uh, in, in the industry and he does a phenomenal Ryan Reynolds and has actually, voiced uh ryan reynolds uh, a lot in a lot of movies so like when they go do retakes and and so like if uh ryan's voice uh wasn't as loud as they wanted it to be it's super expensive to have ryan come back and sit in a studio and just record his voiceover so they hire people like epic voice guy to come in and and do their and it's not an impersonation he corrected me on that but it's um how, how he can speak like ryan i can't remember the term and they have him do the, the retakes and so he has gotten to know ryan since and through this whole process and he actually uh he's in a commercial with ryan reynolds i didn't know if you knew that what yeah so no you know way. how ryan yeah you know how ryan reynolds uh owns uh mint mobile Mobile, yep. mm -hmm. So if you go on YouTube and just do Mint Mobile commercial Epic Voice Guy, there's a, a 
a Mint Mobile commercial and he's like, Ryan's like, and so here to help me introduce Mint Mobile, he's like, I brought in Epic Voice Guy and Epic Voice Guy comes in and he, he's like, you know, does his inner world, you know, his oh deep voice. <laughs> no then, way. Yeah. And then he's standing right next to him and then, uh, and then he starts talking like Ryan Reynolds and Ryan's like, I don't think that sounds like me, <laughs> like, you know, and just kind of makes oh it funny, but God. yeah, check it out. It's so cool. I, I thought it was so awesome. I'm going to have but, to. Yeah. yeah. Like when, when all that stuff happened with, with the, the guy that was using Taylor, like he used Ryan Reynolds too. He oh, had wow. scripts, scripts. He was like, we're going to be doing a commercial. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like crushed both of my dreams. Jeez. That's so crazy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'll have to ask him if he's uh if he's doing the announcing this year again. Uh yeah. and then um if anything, I could formally introduce you guys since That'd I know both awesome. of you. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Would be cool. Okay. Uh and like I told you, I told you this was the slowest process. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um what is your biggest pet peeve? Mm. My biggest pet peeve in general? Like oh, Yeah, man. just in just in general. I have so many. <laughs> I have so many pet peeves. Um, just one. Just one when it comes to your head first, I guess. I wouldn't even know if it would it would be a pet peeve for mine, but it's just bullying. Bullying mm. in general. Just I that's it's something I extremely dislike. I'd hate to I, I don't like to say the word hate, but I mm. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that is the most common answer I get to that question on this podcast. And that just goes to show how many good people I have on this show, because (laughs) if if you're against bullying, I mean, to me, that is definitely a number one pet peeve for myself as well. I just, I don't see any purpose in it. So, yeah. All right. And then my final question is, who is your favorite TikTok creator? My favorite TikTok creator. Oh, wow. Mama Tot. Oh, yeah. She's great. Mama Tot. <laughs> she's my all-time favorite. I met her last year, and she's just, she's so down to earth. She's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I got to meet her, too. It was so cool. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Ashley, this has been such an amazing conversation, and I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And I think that we didn't get to do this in person last year because so much has gone on since that point. And we were able to discuss that today and, and hopefully put a lot of your fans at ease as to what you've been going through and what's really going on and, and what not to believe. So I am super excited and ecstatic for everything coming your way. And I appreciate you taking this time to having a conversation with me. Well, thank you so much for having me, Kevin. (laughs) Of course. And please let's stay in contact and I'm excited to see you again in April. Absolutely. That's going to be exciting. (laughs) Yes, it will. All right. Well, you take care. You as well. All right, bye bye. Tick talking, tick talking with Kevin Hughes. Hey, 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 how fun was that, huh? I told you, Ashley's such a great person. She has such a big heart, and it was so good getting to know 
her outside of that social media world, you know, and she's gone through so much and people have put her through so much and it's just not right and it's not fair because she never asked for that. Yes, she has done the whole Taylor Swift lookalike thing, but she has never once tried to fake being Taylor Swift. I mean, if someone thinks it's Taylor Swift, she'll simply say, no, 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 my name is Ashley. She clarifies, you know, she has never tried to, I guess, put on that fake persona. But what a fun and fantastic interview. And I loved having her, and I'm so excited to see her in April. You know how it goes, guys. I will have another wonderful guest next week right here on TikToking. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye-bye now.